Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by United Airlines. What's new with United? New and redesigned planes with things like larger overhead bins with room for everyone's roller bag, power outlets at every seat, screens at every seat, and the ability to connect your Bluetooth headphones to those screens. Plan your trip today at united.com or on their award-winning app. Final delivery schedule subject to change. Coming up on TMS, the left-handed are sinister. I'm Brian Ibbett, prepared to be touched. <laughs> we had Zoe at Bacon. Seriously, I'm not drunk. I've only had 15 drinks so far. No strip trip. Kia Soul gets tired. Schrodinger's revolving restaurant. In the territory of awkward. Baby fart. Welcome to the hotel Wi-Fi, Brian. Such a lovely place. It's not just for the gambling. There's also hookers and cheap weddings. We are carvers. Full-throated relaxation with Tom. Recommendals with Nicole's mom and more on this live from Las Vegas episode of The Morning Stream. In Avengers Infinity War, Thanos uses the Infinity Gauntlet with his left hand. In Avengers Endgame, both the Hulk and Iron Man use the Infinity Stones with their right hands. This is a nod to the fact that left-handed people are evil. What rules, you sons of bitches? The Morning Stream. Oh, yeah, that's quite a story. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett, and he is in Las Vegas. I am deep in the pit of Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, currently staying in the North Tower of the Plaza Hotel, which yeah. I've never stayed in. I've always been, we've always been in the South Tower for all of the different TMS Vegases, but uh, North Tower is nice. Is uh, North, and, remind me, which side was the pizza place on? Was that North or South? Pizza place is South. Okay. So North Tower is right by the Hash House of Go-Go. Gotcha. All right. I yeah. guess I've been in both. In 2019, I think I was in the oh, North you Tower. Were in the north? Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of a pain because uh, the pool and everything. Well, maybe you could access yeah. from both towers. I can't remember. Do you have to go you, south? I mean, you can go across. There, you, the the uh, level three goes between both towers. Yeah. So you can go up to, the, up to level three and go across. Level three also has bingo. And, uh, you know... You, when you go into the plaza, you can't help but notice that their their signs all say, "Hey, we have the best bingo in Vegas," as rated by the 
Las Vegas uh, Review Journal and Las Vegas Sun and all these other uh, other places. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to partake. I'm, I've never played bingo in in Las Vegas ever. Mm. So so let's play bingo. Uh, it's a very interesting experience. So uh, you go in. If you have a card, you actually get what's called match play. So if you spend 25 bucks on cards, they give you another 25 bucks worth of cards free. So you have to make sure you've got your your plaza plaza rewards card. Sure. Uh, those of you coming, there's there's the camera. Mm-hmm. Those of you coming to, to TMS Vegas, this should be the first thing you do is get a plaza rewards card because it gets you all sorts of stuff, whether you play games or not. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> so I get my cards or I get my I pay my money and I get a little receipt and it says, all right, here's your here's your packet number. You have your choice of either getting a physical paper packet and you have to buy some daubers and daub your little colored circles. Yeah. Or you can play it electronically and every station has a touch screen monitor. So you've got a little space where you could put your paper stuff yeah. or you've got a little touch screen monitor. I'm like, well, listen, I'm Brian Ibbett. I do everything touch screen. That's right. So I'm definitely doing the touch screen bingo. Yeah. There's never been. Is there a screen Brian hasn't touched? I don't think so. I, I, touch, I touch screens I'm not even supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I uh, uh, go and sit down. I pick any station. I happen to pick one that was station number 13 because I don't believe in superstition. No. So I sit down at number 13, and I punch in my little packet code, and up comes my cards. I'm like, ah, oh, great. And the session's starting in a minute, and they, they give me two free drinks. So I'm getting my gin and tonics at, uh, at 11 o'clock in the morning. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. We're in Vegas. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, it's it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, so I uh, I'm all set, and they call the first number, and I get ready to uh, touch the screen, and it shows my cards, and automatically goes boop, and already lights up that number on all my cards. Oh, like, okay. Oh, do I, is it telling me where I need to touch? So I start touching, and it's like nothing's happening. They call another number, that number lights up. I'm like, oh, okay. So really, I just sit here and watch my cards fill themselves out. So it's just passive passive bingo you just it's passive bingo yeah so if you do electronically and you don't dob you just basically sit there so i sat there and i caught pokemon while my bingo cards filled out wow i don't know (laughs) i'm I'm trying to think how uh, does it did it feel like less of a i don't know it just feels like you're watching a thing instead of doing a thing it is it feels less interactive but what i really like about it and this is something that you don't get as easily with the paper cards is that um for each game, I had something like 18 cards because of the packets I bought. Yeah. Um, and it only shows six at a time on your screen, but it shows you your best six. So if you've got, you know, if you're just going for a regular five in a line bingo and you've got three spots marked, that's the card it's going to show first. And that's going to show one where you've got your two away from or four away from a bingo or whatever. Right. And so it ranks your cards and shows you of those six you see on screen, it, it automatically sorts and shows you the, the cards where you are closest. Mm. So that way you can say, oh, all I need is I-19 and I win 200 bucks or whatever. Right. So I kind of, I kind of like that. Um, is it a new thing there that they just put this in or is it always there? It was always there. It's it's on level three right across from one of their two jerky stores. Wow. I'd seen the jerky jerky store, but I didn't realize there was bingo in there. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really it's you know what? I I encourage anybody if you've never played bingo at the um, at the plaza it go there in a group like, you know, the TMS Vegas group, any any cluster of 
a dozen of you or five of you or whatever. Way yeah. more fun, you know, because you're kind of sitting there going, oh, look, I'm like five away. You know, that sort of thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. That's wild. Uh, yeah. The plaza, uh, on the on the whole, uh, the whole entrance is Construction City because, as you know, they're changing the front of the plaza there. They're changing that domed Oscar's Steakhouse, which is right outside my window. I'm on, oh. I'm on level three myself. I'm actually, I can walk out my door and be at Bingo in under 10 seconds. It oh, wow. Like out, left, and down the little ramp. This explains why Kim couldn't get around there in the traffic because they were, I think some of that stuff was blocked off while they were doing construction out front. It is, yeah. yeah. If you're And if you're taking a lift, like right now, taking a lift to Plaza, they've got to drop you off way down by the pop-up pizza exit, which is not an entrance, which means you have to walk all the way down to where the entrance is, yeah. which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, so they're changing Oscar's Steakhouse. Underneath that domed Oscar's Steakhouse is going to be the Carousel Bar, which is a, a circular bar. Uh, one person says it rotates, another person says it doesn't. Mm. Uh, Bernadette uh, says it does, and then Victor, who's also another Plaza employee, says that it won't, so I have no idea. <laughs> I love it. We're going to have to find out how what right. happens. You know, That's great. Until they get things working, we actually might also all have to like grab the fence and just kind of pull along yeah. to, to get it to rotate. Yeah. Um, I love that idea. It's awesome. So wait a minute. So what happened to Oscars? Oscar, I guess there maybe there was never a real Oscar, but you know, they're just gonna be done. Oh, no, no. No more steakhouse. Oh, no, no, no. Oscar's steakhouse is still gonna be Oscar's steakhouse. They're just redoing uh, that dome. Um so it's it's still gonna be Oscar's steakhouse. And then Pink Box Donuts is coming. Oh yeah. All Kim, of these things Kim's very skeletal framework right now like not even drywall walls there you see the um those metal uh the metal framing but no no drywall so mm. four weeks three weeks whatever it's gonna be i question whether or not we're gonna have uh any of that stuff uh finished the front will the front will be easier to access i think i think they'll you'll be able to get you'll be able to park in front because they'll probably have the facades up and stuff so they can work inside those areas It'll be a nice 2024 preview, you know? I think so. Yeah. yeah think Cause we'll so. look at it and go, Oh, that place is coming in. I'll see you next year. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But while you're waiting for that, um, and you're like, you get up and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want, um, hash house, a go, go for breakfast, or you want lunch. And it's like, I don't know if I want pop-up pizza or the little, uh, McDonald'sy food court. Um, there's a new dining hall in Fremont, the Fremont Hotel, which is just down Fremont Street, two yeah. blocks. Yeah. And it's uh, it's got a, a Dunkin' Donuts, a Shake Shack, but then a, a few like unique restaurants. There's a, a place called Roly Roti or Roti Roly or something like that. And it's got um, really good sandwiches and sides like fried plantains and stuff like that. It looks really, really good. Hmm. Um, bakery market. Uh, um, what else? There's a few things in there, like a ramen place, I think, or a noodle place. Yeah, so this looks, is the one that like says Magoo, Huey Magoo's Tomo. Huey Magoo's Chicken. Yep. Okay, I'm going to pull this up so people can see it. Check the picture. This yeah. is in our Discord, but this is, uh, yeah, this looks awesome. And this is in the Fremont Hotel? It's in the, it's in the Fremont Hotel, which is um, just down, like I said, two blocks on the left side when you walk out from the plaza, so um, down Fremont Street, so... You're there in five minutes. There's no way I'm not getting a Huey Magoo's. I'm going. I know. I know. Those chicken strips look awesome. I think I might I might go there for a pre-flight dinner. 
before I head to the airport. Plus that name, something. man. The name name something more fun to say than Huey Magoo's right now. There's nothing. Huey, Huey Magoo's. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Also, the um, uh, the plaza has added stadium gaming. So you remember that section? They really had no idea what to do with it. And it's uh, when you're in the in the casino area and you've got the table games and then you've got that bar. Yeah. To the left of that, there was this open space that looked like they didn't know what to do with. I think there might have been a band there oh, at one, one right. point. Yeah. A live band. I wondered about that. I never asked, but I never even asked you even. But I remember thinking, yeah. this is a weird little corner that no one's using. It is, yeah. Well, now they're using it for what's called stadium gaming. And a few other casinos have had this for quite a while, and I'm really glad to see it added here. So it's a bunch of little pods. You sit at your own little pod, a little, little uh, video screen in front of you. And then um, get more touch screens. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, and then in front of all of these pods are a roulette wheel, a um, Popomatic Trouble craps thing, you know, the, the little glass dome with bouncing yeah. dice in it. Yeah. Um, what looks like a blackjack table, what looks like a, I don't know what else, um, uh, a wheel of fortune kind of looking thing. And you sit at your pod and you basically say, oh, I want to play craps. And you can be sitting there with your friend who, like, I don't like craps, I like blackjack. You're sitting right next to them, hanging out, chit-chatting. You're playing craps, they're playing blackjack or whatever. And uh, and so it's kind of a way to hang out and play play the games you want to play without having to be in two different parts of the casino. It's actually really cool. There you go, Chad. I'm putting it up as well, and you can see this... Uh... Yeah, this looks like it reminds me of that MG, that little corner of the MGM, even though that yes. had like arcade stuff, but it has the similar vibe of like. No, and and yeah. that that corner also does have stadium gaming right by that Dance Dance Revolution that you and I were on and, oh, and stuff like okay. that. So that that they have that at the MGM Grand too. Um, here's the thing that's really cool. So I sat there and I played uh, craps there for about an hour while I was waiting to meet James and Svet. Actually, while I was waiting to meet uh, Katie Talmo, who I had drinks with yesterday. She's nice. awesome. Nice. Um, uh, I started playing craps and then, and then like the little tip thing on the side says, did you know you can add a game? So I'm like, really? So I can play craps and blackjack at the same time. All right, let's try this. <laughs> okay. So I added, I added, it was basically like, uh, like kind of like that new, uh, what's the new thing on, uh, iOS. Uh, maybe that's called center stage where you've got all of your open apps to the left. Oh, that is center stage. Yeah. Center stage. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's what this was kind of like. So I'm basically like craps. Oh, I rolled a, an eight. Great. Eight is the point. All right, let me put out a combat and then this, and then I tap that over there for blackjack. And then that screen goes big and it's like, okay, deal. Ooh, let me hit that. All right. Click back to craps. And basically I'm like juggling two games, you know, at the same time. Sure. Both, both, uh, uh, active, actively playing, and then trying to drink while I do this, and trying. <laughs> they're bringing me free drinks, so it's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, from uh, playing those, I started with fifty, and I left that area with one hundred eighty-four dollars. Not so bad. One hundred thirty-four dollars. I'll take it. Not bad. The house so. doesn't always win, people. That's right. Not when Brian's in the house. No, hell no. So I used used some of that money for uh, joining James and Svet, who celebrated their 18th anniversary of being together yeah. last night. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, night before last, and it's the second anniversary of their marriage. 
Oh, nice. Because uh, they're smart and they make sure all their anniversaries happen on exactly the same day so that it's less dates for anybody to remember. We were supposed to be there that year for that wedding. Remember that? We were. I know. It's oh, gonna be that awesome. sucks. At the, at the Desi Arnaz Jr. Theater. It's yeah. going to be great. Sucks we missed that. Uh, so we go uh, out to a place to eat last night called Carver's. Mm. Carver's? We have a Carver's here. I wonder if it's the same. Big, expensive steak place? Yeah, very expensive. Yes, yes. Yeah. That sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Um, there, our table wasn't ready, so we just went next door for, for a drink, and we sat at the bar, and right next to us was this guy who was here for the pizza expo. There's a pizza expo going on right now. <laughs> uh, who are the celebrity speakers? Is it like uh, Papa John and chef, things like that? Chef, chef Boyardee. Yeah, Chef Boyardee. Uh, <laughs> The Noid. I think the Noid gave the keynote speech. I would sit in a giant packed audience to listen to the Noid talk. I would totally do it. Wow. So, uh, so we're we're sitting there, we're chatting with him. He's telling us about the expo and that sort of thing. And uh, um, the bartender comes over, gives us some waters, and then she comes back over to uh, to get our drinks. And she first looks over at uh, Robert, this guy that that you know sitting over there next to us. Sure. And he says, oh, no, take care of them first. Now, I heard that clearly. Yeah. Him say that to the bartender. Yeah. What James and Svet heard is, I'll take care of them. I'll take care of their drinks. Oh. Oh. So so, so the bartender comes over. This guy next to me says, I'll take care of them first. And immediately James and Svet are like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. That's so nice. (laughs) And I'm like... Ooh. At what point I feel like I need to say something so it doesn't get awkward when the bill comes. <laughs> yeah, no, ma- no matter what, you're in the territory of awkward now. It's just a matter of when do you tell them? How do you how do you break the exactly. news? Yeah, do I, I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to embarrass yeah. <laughs> Robert. I certainly don't want to embarrass James and Svet. No. So I just kind of like I kind of let it go, and and uh, um, and then when the bill comes i say you know what let me take care of this and i give him my card and i'd like alleviate the entire situation by saying ah, i got this <laughs> you did that was a deft way to do it except uh it was you paying but then of course you won a little money so you know i won a little money it was worth it yeah. and as we're walking out of the bar svet says something like you know it was really nice of you brian but you know that guy he should have jumped in and and offered to pay the tab because he said he wouldn't i said well actually oh <laughs> Dang! What did they say yeah. to that? They probably were like, "Shit, we didn't." They laughed their heads off. We yeah. laughed. We laughed about that all through dinner, all through that very expensive dinner that I was so not really drunk, but I had spent the entire like I ate lunch at, at noon. Yeah. Went to this. Uh, went to the uh, the new Bacon Nation. Oh, Bacon, Bacon Nation! Look at this photo while you're telling me about that. Look at this chat. Yeah. Ooh, look oh, at that this. Oh, that thing. That's that's their French toast box. So it's a box of bread. Yeah cooked french toast style filled with um bacon um uh bananas fought like uh, uh like caramelized bananas and then topped with a peanut butter mousse and some whipped cream and uh i basically just you know Good <laughs> sugar coma from that I, I really wanted to to come back to the room and just sleep for a couple hours after i ate that look how um, thick that is though Man. It's a box, yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not one thick piece of bread. It is a hollow box. I don't know how they, how they do it if they assemble it differently or, but, but I'll be honest, it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't great. Oh. Like it was, it Uh-oh. was really sweet. I was hoping for more savory with the bacon, a little bit more balance. Yeah. But the whole thing was just like really sweet and sugary. Mm. 
nobody, nobody tell uh, nobody tells Zoe. Zoe. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. The, you know, they have a, a menu full of stuff. They have a savory French toast thing that I wouldn't mind going back and trying at some point. Nice, like nice. French toast with. Um, Cheese and sausage and stuff inside it, which is like, all right, that sounds freaking. So awesome. the car, the Carver's dinner, you guys started at like eleven forty-five at night or something. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was uh, nine o'clock here, so ten o'clock your time when I texted you. So from the time I had lunch at noon yeah. and played craps and played bingo and played, uh, oh, and then went to a bar with uh, Katie Talmo, and then went to another bar with James and Svet, and then went and had drinks before our table was ready. Oh, and had drinks at the Sand Dollar when I was ta- when we were talking to them about the location. By that point, I had had a lot of drinks. I wasn't yeah. drunk, as evidenced by the way I ran through that hallway. No, uh, clearly not. You, in, you... A, in a completely sober fashion. Sure. Um, but but by the time by the time food came, I like devoured my Caesar salad, and then was like, um, "Yeah, this steak is really good." I, I basically sent James and Svet home with uh, two thirds of a forty five dollars steak. Damn, <laughs> that's all right though. They'll yeah. eat that. I'd eat that. That sounds great. Carver's is really oh, good, but it's really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're good. But, uh, I like them. Really, really good. Anyway, so uh, so. Bottom line, good night. Sand dollar. Uh, after seeing, you know, seeing it again in a in a better setup. Because last time, I, the only other time I was here, there were bands going on, and so I couldn't get a real good read of how much space there would be for everybody. Um, no problem for TMS Vegas. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great location for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm looking at um, here. Chat. Let's see if I can share this one here. There's the interior. I love these little old school booths. Yes, yes. And the, the, and the band's on that. just the opposite side of that, right? Like where, when I say band, I mean the stage will be on, will be on the opposite side. The over stage there. will be on. Yep, exactly. And I, the, the big question was sightline tests. So we're going to be, we're actually going to be sitting in front of the stage because it's a fairly narrow gap in front of the drum kit with the sound isolation, that, that acoustical, uh, acoustic plexiglass shield that the that the drums are on sure so we'll actually be sitting off the stage in front in a very big dance area so i went and sat in one of the booths and had james sit with his back against the um the stage and it's like oh yeah no even from there you know you won't want to put your shortest people in the back of the booth but (laughs) so claire you're gonna want to sit maybe down the front row (laughs) sure sure get down low like like family photos we need to see you okay right exactly but uh yeah no sightline's great (laughs) from this whole place and their their drink list is awesome a lot of beers on tap i mean it's a it's gonna be a great location i'm super stoked so that that solidifies that that makes me excited to hear that and uh keeps things in Keeps things in a nice little zone, so people aren't having to scramble for lifts and Ubers. Yeah, and exactly, and we're losing that. people because they're running over here to get some to drink. And they've they've got um, so Pop Up Pizza works with Sand Dollar, so you get flatbread Pop Up Pizzas in Sand Dollar, oh. like that you can't get over at Pop Up Pizza. So like if you want like your own little pepperoni flatbread pizza, then you get that at Sand Dollar. Yeah, these guys already make great pizzas. Like, when you hear pop-up pizza, you're like, oh, that sounds like bad pizza. It's It's not. It's great. Like, New York-style, amazing pizza. So the fact that they're doing that means I'll be not hungry while in the the sand dollar. I will always have something available to me. You will always have something available. So anyway, there you go. Keep those carbs going. There is the whole 
uh, Las Vegas update. I haven't even set foot on the strip. I'm not going to even set foot on the strip this trip, which is rare for me. Usually, I try and I try and spend some time on the strip, checking out new stuff there. But no, not no. this time. No strip. No strip, no strip trip is what we call That's this. Right. No strip trip. I just found out yesterday that um, so Kim just went to Vegas, right, to Carter and her yeah. friends. Yeah. We're going again, obviously, at the end of this month for this. And then I found out we're going their Mother's Day uh, weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. In in, uh, in May. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to May. I don't know. I don't know why so much freaking Vegas this year, but wow. What's know. the occasion in uh, Mother's Day? Just Mother's Day. Kim wants to oh. go, and uh, Dylan and Tay have some time off, so they want to go then. Oh, and we're going to nice. take the kids. And the idea is that while we're dorking around at a pool with the babies, those two can go. Because Dylan has never really <clears throat> been to Vegas other than he used to go there for soccer tournaments in high school. Yeah. He's never really gone, like proper gone. Oh, he went to a Steelers game not long ago. Okay. But they literally went in, saw the Steelers game, got in the car and drove home. So you mean Raider, Raiders. 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 I keep saying Steelers. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I do yeah, that. Just checking. I always do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't you hear, Brian, while you were running around that... Uh, thing with your camera they changed teams the whole nfl had a shuffle pittsburgh and, uh, and vegas swapped yeah swapped. yeah it's yeah. only temporary but they're pretty happy about the arrangement but anyway so we're gonna give give them a chance to sort of couple it up and go do all their stuff nice. while we hang around pools and stuff so yeah it'll be good cool at first i was cool. like oh that might be too much vegas like but then i realized well it's a different kind of vegas like i'm what oh, i'm doing sure. with tms vegas is very different than what we would be doing in may or any other trip have, out there, so you wouldn't have time, right? You wouldn't, you know, you, when we do, when we do TMS Vegas, you and I especially, it's it's less of a vacation for uh, us. It's more like you know, work. It's, it's fun work, and we love it. It's fun but, work, exactly. But, but it's, it's still like, work, you know. Yeah. yeah, even more so for Brian. He's got some of the so much of the on the ground planning crap right now. I'm in like panic mode, just trying to make sure swag bags happen exactly the way they're supposed to, <laughs> and are shipped when they're supposed to, and that we have enough of them, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Once I get to the bottom of that uh, and get out there, uh, I get to relax a little more than Brian does because on the ground stuff in Vegas, it's all Brian, it's all Brian. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's self-induced, by the way. Brian, Brian's a uh, he's a self-flagellator. And really yeah. likes to go nuts with this stuff. But it's to your benefit. If you're coming, you will directly yes. benefit from Brian's curation of wonderful Self, Vegas experience. benefit from Brian's self-flagellation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Um, all right. Well, I wanted to share, since we're on the topic of uh, Vegas, some myths about Vegas. Okay. Yeah, cool. I like this. These are yeah. myths according to the Review Journal. You mentioned them earlier in passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are nine myths about Las Vegas. So this might help any, you know, newcomers, people like Claire have never been here before. Sure. Uh, here's number one, the most ridiculous myths about Las Vegas. You are tricked or drugged into gambling more. That's a real myth. <laughs> people believe. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, uh, okay. I will say that it's not, it's not completely a myth. Oh, the, the fact that, um, there are no clocks and yeah. very few windows in a casino. Yeah keep you from thinking about what time it is. So in a way, that is a way of tricking you into gambling more because you're not focused on a clock or looking, oh my God, it's dark outside all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, where'd the day go? So I'd say that is kind of... It's it's in there. Like when they don't yes. put a lot of seating in a casino for you just to chill and hang out, yeah. the only yes. seating in the casino is like dead it's set in, in, front front of of a, a <laughs> in front of a yep. machine. So there's a yeah. little bit of that going on, sure. I, I, I yes. agree. You, can, uh, yeah. you could make the argument. Here's one. 
people only visit to gamble. It's not true. It's conventions, visit family, uh, lots of reasons. Great restaurants. Like I... I can I can easily come to Vegas and never put a coin in a slot machine or a roll a roll a die on a table. Like I could easily just come here for for a show, some dinner, pool time, totally. Yeah. Looking some numbers here back in 2015. Well, I guess it had been the previous year, 2014. There were 22,000 conventions held in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. Yeah. That's a lot. The pizza convention. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That that is a real thing. Actually, the week we're there, I think. Oh, who is it that's there? Might be Bethesda's doing their Elder Scrolls Online event, kind of their BlizzCon sort of ish. Anyway, there's always something, you know. And sometimes it's it's not always the AVN Awards and uh, CES. Sometimes they're not those. There's actual yes. There's plenty (laughs) of other things there. Right. Another myth. Um, all right. The games are all fixed and you're never going to win. That's a myth. Brian won. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's every game has a house edge. Um, the FCC controls slots and things like that to make sure that they are, you know, not too heavily weighted in the house's favor. But over time on slot machines, there's a house advantage. So you'll you might get lucky. But chances are, the longer you play, the more likely it is you're going to give money to the house. Um, and and your table games, there's knowledge and skill involved, but obviously it's all based on chance, and it's again all based on a house advantage. Sure. Um, blackjack, if you play by the the uh, the blackjack rules, which includes surrender on a 16, stuff like that, it's the it's the lowest house advantage at like half a percent. So. Mm. So 49.75% of the time you'll win, 50.25% of the time the house will win. Do you figure if you brought in some kind of Rain Man guy and you did what Rain Man did, that they would, uh, you'd get pulled into some room and then told to never come back? Do you think that happened? Probably. I mean, I, you know, there, there, there are cameras all over the casino and they are looking for things like card counting and stuff like that, which... Which is way harder to prove than Rain Man would have you believe, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, you, you can and you can certainly do things to mitigate making it obvious that you're card counting. But card counting does give you that that house advantage because you're basically saying, even though, um, even though, if all things being equal, I could win this hand with the with the cards I have based on my card count, it's way more likely that a bust card is going to come up. So I'm going to, going to stand and, and just sure. basically doing stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. another stat from 2014, $9.6 billion in gaming revenue that year. Wow. That's Jeez. a lot. I'd love to see what it's looked like over the past few years. Like, yeah. Is, are, are things back up to where they were in 2019 for Vegas or, you know, or has maybe it, they're has more, maybe they're still back? less. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Right. I'd be curious as well. Those numbers probably exist somewhere. Yeah. Uh, there's another myth that there are no such things as small businesses in Vegas. Not true. Not true at all. Yeah, there's yeah. tons of small businesses. In fact, uh, let's see. Um, Technically, the plaza is, a, is a, when compared to all of the other hotel casinos, it's a small business because it's not part of a Boyd Gaming or MGM Gaming or Caesars Gaming. It's its own 
Sure. It's it's not part of a chain. Basically. And all those, you know, all the restaurants we talk about, maybe not all of them, some are national, but yeah. lots of them the are homegrown there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the place yeah. we threw axes as a home, you know, a small business somebody ran. Yeah. Of course, yeah. of course, it's more than just like MGM owning everything. Of course. Yes, exactly. Uh, here's one I like. People work in Las Vegas, but no one lives in the city. Absolutely not true. Tons yeah. of people live in the city. Mm-hmm. They just do. They may not love it all the do. time. I don't know. I think I think the gen lives in the city. I don't know. I know James and Sveta obviously live in Boulder City. Uh, Katie lives out in Pahrump. <laughs> Pahrump. Uh, Pahrump. Mm, That's such a, a fun place. Terrible name for a city of any kind. It's terrible. <laughs> Pahrump. Yeah. Um, yes. What about uh, Shoujo? Does Shoujo? Oh, well, she's right in the chat. Yeah. Shoujo, do you live? You don't live in the city. You live out in like. Uh, the suburbs of Vegas. Right? Yeah, she's out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, North Las Vegas. That's right. North, La- North Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, cool. which is very, uh, you know, very different than the South End. It's like you know, neighbor, tons of neighborhoods and very right. um, well. And technically, the South End of like when you're on the Strip, yeah. you're not in Las Vegas. You're in Paradise. Yeah, that's right. You're in a town. You're in a city called Paradise, not in Las Vegas. You know, it's so weird. Wow, it's just so weird how people have like I don't know. It, it is Vegas is what it is, but it isn't always yeah. what you think it is. Exactly. Uh, final. I'll just read this last one here. Okay. Um, buffets are for cheap bulk eating. No, <laughs> they're yeah, not cheap, cheap anymore. Cheap is the fallacy. <laughs> yeah, that used to be uh, true. I mean, it used to yeah. be a long time ago. That was like a selling point. Come down here for cheap food, uh, cheap hotels, and then spend all your money gambling. Uh, yeah. That has changed quite a bit. Yeah. There are some cheap buffets still to be had, but <clears throat> those buffets, you really do get what you pay for. You go to the Excalibur uh, King's Buffet or Knight's Buffet or whatever it's called. I think it's 29 bucks, and you feel like you're easily getting $10 worth of uh, mm. actual food. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Uh, I'd still, and, and uh, you know, if you... If you've never done a buffet and you really want to while you're here in Vegas for TMS Vegas, take my advice. Either do Wicked Spoon at Cosmopolitan or Bacchanal Buffet at at uh, Caesars. Those oh, these were the just two, those are the two mentioned on this list that you just said. Those the exact are the two, two best. Yeah, yeah, they really are. I've never done Wicked Spoon. I have done Bacchanal. And yeah. what's the other? Oh, someone told me that the Palms, um, what's it called? Is it here? Yeah, Bistro Buffet. Oh, really? That's supposed hmm. to be really good, and you can get endless crab legs for about 20 bucks, and they're supposed okay. to be good, like not not garbage. So That's not bad, yeah. the um, It's not too bad. Yeah, that's that's a lot better than the prices you'll get. Bacchanal is expensive, but it's got the most massive uh, choice of food. But it's going to be a lot of things you kind of expect, right? Like, So it's going to be really good. Um, steaks and and carved you know carved to order uh, steaks and ham and and uh, hot link and stuff like that. Right. The benefit of Wicked Spoon is that you go there and you get stuff that you probably wouldn't think you'd see a buffet like lobster mac and cheese and uh, bone marrow and you know yeah. uh, you know a, a term freshly made tiramisu and everything at, at Wicked Spoon. Well, a lot of stuff at Wicked Spoon is already pre-portioned, so you're not digging a the same ladle that everybody else has touched <laughs> yeah. into a vat sitting on a steam table and plopping it on your thing. You're basically grabbing a little container that's got a portion size of this and a portion size of that. I it's, like that, that was, a lot. Yeah, that's that's 
even over Bacchanal, I'd still say Wicked Spoon is my, if I am going to do a buffet in Vegas, that is the one I'll do. All right. Nice. Um, yeah. Let's see. The Oh, there is something. Is the China buffet still a place? Is that a place people can go? I, bet, uh, uh, I don't know where it is, in, though. Oh, my God. We've got those. You're talking like the dollar thirty-five a scoop kind of place. Well, or, it call, uh, literally called China Buffet in Vegas, and it's only six ninety-nine. I don't know if this is still true. Oh this God. article's a little older, so I'm not sure. But I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. Don't no, do that. <laughs> uh, don't do that. If you want, if you want really good Chinese food, go to uh, go to Resorts World, which is the oh, new yeah. north end of the Strip, right, just south of Stratosphere, and there. They've got a dining hall that is all different kinds of Asian. You've got mm -hmm. Mongolian barbecue and ramen and, um, you know, your fried dishes and uh, Korean uh, or not Korean. Uh, uh, well, Korean food. And yeah. Yeah, it was great. That's the first thing I ate when I got to Vegas last year was that stuff. It was great. Yeah, there Loved is it. a place, by the way, over by um, Tacos El Gordo on the north end of the strip just in that same strip area there is an all-you-can-eat korean barbecue with massive kimchi like flashing vegas light kimchi in, in big lights above the uh above the door oh i may have to so all you can eat i just don't know if i trust it but <laughs> yeah like you i need some you need uh, some yelp basically like i yeah. want to see some yelp yelp action i need i need you know i need like medzula to say he's been there three times and trusted or something you know because <laughs> right. i don't know if i do but well anyway yeah, don't, don't believe yeah. the myths come and join us uh well you're already you're already coming everyone's got their tickets or you yes. will have your tickets so uh, we're, yeah, we're and I was very thinking excited about this too especially yesterday after the the uh the drinking before dinner but uh if you've never been to vegas before in all things pace yourself mm. like in your spending in your drinking in your eating in your planning for running around all that sort of thing don't feel like you've got to do everything in one day don't drink everything in one day don't you know <laughs> basically say all right i'm here for four days for tms vegas or i'm here for five days or whatever and say yeah this will be a really light drinking day or maybe i won't have as much to eat because i know i'll be going out for something bigger tomorrow but yeah Sure. Pace yourself. Pace yourself and drink Pace lots yourself. of water. Well, we're going. We're not. It's not like we're there in the hot of the summer, but it doesn't matter. Always drink water. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's dry. It's dry out there, uh, three hundred sixty-five days a year. So. Yeah, and sometimes uh, locusts come and they swarm the place. Yeah, <laughs> the grasshopper, the the great grasshoppering. Yeah, yes. that's all. I, I think that's only like once every eighty years or something. But yeah, still, exactly. Still, yeah. always be ready. Always be watchful. Be ready. Uh, all right, we're going to do a little bit of news, and then after that, we're going to do yeah. the whole Tom and Recommendals thing and all that. So here we go. It's time for the news, and it turns out it's brought to you by... App-based two-factor authentication. It could save your ass, too. Yeah, so last... Uh, was it last week? I didn't talk about it on the show, but I got... Mm -hmm. Uh, someone attempted to hack a whole bunch of my stuff all at once. Really? Oh, God. Okay. And I don't know who it was or what the deal was, but because I had big, giant-ass <laughs> passwords, uh, yeah. and I use uh, 1Password as my password manager, and I have two-factor on everything, yep. this didn't work. You yay-holes, yeah. you didn't get it. Didn't nice work try. for you. Yeah, nice try. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, I didn't help Linus Tech tips on YouTube. 
the famous YouTuber uh, got a, a session hack. So basically he had a oh, session God. token while he was on YouTube uploading stuff. A hacker, some I don't even know the details, somehow stole the session yeah. and then commandeered it, took everything down, took deleted all his videos, like wrecked the place. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. He, he, got, he got social engineered pretty hard, that guy. Jeez. Oh, poor guy. Uh, he'll be all right. He makes yeah. millions of dollars. He'll be fine. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's the story that I was going to read first. Uh, firefighters have discovered a missing plumber. Uh, he was asleep in a crawl space under a California home the whole time. I know, right? The plumber is coming from inside the house. <laughs> uh, it says here, a missing plumber is sparked a rescue by Los Angeles firefighters fell asleep in a home's crawl space. According to California officials, a worried homeowner called for help when the 50-year-old plumber did not return for three hours after entering the 2,100-square-foot home uh, into that crawl space there on Saturday, March 25th. Uh, the home was built in 1958 and had a three-foot-high crawl space beneath it. Everyone had that back then. Remember those? Wow, yes, totally. I only, I only ever had a basement growing up, but Oh, no, my once mom's in a while. house has a, has a crawl space, and you could not... I don't, I, I don't do tight spaces like that. Yeah, me neither. There is no paying me to crawl under there with the spiders and the darkness and, and that sort of thing. Um, do we know that this was a... Uh, for sure, this was a crawl space and not a warp zone. <laughs> you know, now that you say it, the article doesn't specify, so it's unfortunate. Yeah. We'll never know for sure. Yeah, I think he was just bypassing to level level four, the water level. Yeah, he was just trying to. You need to know where to jump and what timing and all that to do it. But he right. knew. He right. knew what to do. Yeah. Uh, it says using special equipment for confined space rescues. Firefighters spotted the plumber inside the crawl space uh, when they cut holes in the floor and chainsaws to rescue him. He was sleeping. He woke up and crawled out on his own. He was uninjured. I don't think I could sleep in there. Maybe there's a thing for some people where the closed cramped space is a uh, helps lull you to sleep or something. Makes uh, you nappy. No, I couldn't no. do it. Did it say how long he was there? Three like, hours. What? Three hours in there. Okay. All right. Well, it's not. It was not like a day or two days, you know, like that. No, I know. It's like three hours. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Three hours. Yeah. A three, a three hour nap. Yeah. yeah it's it's like, not yeah. enough. It's not enough. No. Then the, 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 the big fat guy fell asleep, and then the exactly. cops came and cut him out before he had to eat. Before he had to eat. See, I did the whole song. You got the whole thing done. Well done. Well done, yeah. Nice. Uh, tire. Okay, so this has been going on like crazy. Oh, I sent it to Brian because he owns a Kia, so <laughs> this is something that everybody's seen by now, but I wanted to talk about it. The tire shoots off a truck and flips a car on the Los Angeles freeway. If you haven't seen the video, you're missing out. Uh, the guys, the people in the car are fine. Walked away injuryless. Amazing. What does that, that tell you? Does that that says something about your Kia Soul? I think it does. Yeah. Oh, oh. Now, now maybe that box isn't so bad, is it? That uh, nice boxy car, box hmm. on wheels. I guess they were already. High, I was doing a little bit of digging. They were already highly rated for their uh, for their roll cage and all Crash this rated. stuff. Yeah. 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 And so. Uh, but a lot of people are like, this is AI generated. It's not real. This is CG. Jeez, oh, Louise. No, it Seriously. was real. It happened. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think uh, I am certainly no expert, but my it might be the soul has such a good crash rating for, for rollovers like that because the four posts that hold the roof up are more vertical than on a sedan where they're more flat and can crumble right. easily right. more easily. Right. Totally. I don't know. That's a, that's a complete. That seems, total. that sounds yes. right to me. I, you, what you said sounded logical, so I'm going to go with it. 
Yeah,、um, but that freaking tire at the end—that's the—that is the part that pisses me off more than anything. It's like this tire is like, whoa, look, and it causes the car to flip over and it has this big crash, and then the car is like, do do do, boom. Yeah, it's like、uh, what was that movie that had a tire that went crazy and tried to kill everybody?、Uh, I think it might have just been. Was it called Rubber? Rubber. Was that it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that, that thing.、Right? That's what it was、yeah. like. Oh, the sequel to Rubber was unexpected. No one knew this was coming. <laughs> but also, it kind of is like. It's like the blue shell of Mario a little bit. It totally to is,、yeah. right? It's like whatever. Yeah, the shell that follows you no matter where you go. Lame, but also so the people. Okay, so the the truck guy's not in trouble. It's the people who did his recent、um, tire alignment now that are in trouble because、oh, they think、really? they well, think、yeah. they think they may have effed up and like,、uh, oh, put it on. Why、them. do we have all these lug nuts left over from this job? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it's all great and funny now because no one was seriously hurt, and that's the yeah, important thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they walked, they were able to walk away.、Uh, minor injuries like scratches, bumps, that kind of stuff. Insane. That's yeah. so. Yeah, that is that that makes me feel so good about the Kia Soul. Yeah, you're never gonna have look, Brian. Even if this tire squirted out like a freaking bar of soap in the men's shower and hit you right there without you knowing, you're gonna be fine. Right. You're gonna be fine, good, fine. and your passenger. What are they gonna do? They're gonna go.、Right. Oh, we. You know what? You'll do like the movie Crash, and you'll just you'll you'll end up doing it. That's what you'll do. <laughs> oh God, let's hope not. Yeah, isn't that how that went? What was the deal with that?、Uh, movie? I don't. I didn't see that. I saw the other crash. I didn't see that crash. Oh yeah, there's like three the, crashes, and I always forget which yeah. one's what. Yeah.、Uh, the, not the, the the Academy Award winning, <laughs> questionably Academy Award winning <laughs> crash. Oh yeah, that was controversial. Still, I think. To this day, right? People aren't、yeah. sure it should have won. What else? What was the? Didn't Shawshank? Shawshank and、uh, not Pulp Fiction. What were the? There were two other. No, that, that that year it was. Uh, uh, oh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump、right? won. That's right. Yes, that's right. What was? Well, Crash was up against something else that easily should have won. I can't remember what it was. Let's see. That's two thousand and five. Was it? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see what the other nominees were. Uh. Okay. Here we go. Um. No, I don't want this. Put my head here. It's almost like on Max Headroom. It's like so weird three, how it follows the three, you. The three colors radiating from you know, like eh, eh, get, 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 catch the wave. <laughs> it's really weird.、Um, yeah. I can't find. Oh, Brokeback Mountain was one of them. Says Pops and Recline. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's an article saying: Is it truly the worst picture ever made? Or the worst、oh, best picture, the worst best best picture ever made. Meaning, no, I'd say Barry Lyndon is the worst best best picture ever made. Oh, I never saw it. Is that a thing? I never even heard of that. What is that? Yeah, it's an old older film.、Um, okay, let's see. Yeah. Okay, screening science. No, not science. The Lambs. That was ninety two. I can't. Oh, Munich、uh, was one.、Uh, Good night and good luck.、Um, amazing movie. And then、yeah. Brokeback Mountain. You're right, and it's still one. Boo! 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 Uh, well,、uh, congratulations to them. All these years、yeah. later.、Um, okay, we're going to take a <laughs>、uh, a break here, and when we come back, Tom Merritt will be joining us, and、uh, we'll hang out with him for a little bit, do a little bit of tech time. Now that he's back from his、uh, whirlwind vacation in Hawaii. Cool. Oh,、uh, can't wait to hear all about that. Yeah, I, I wonder if he has tales to tell. I don't know. I haven't. I, actually,、yeah. I hope he remembers he does this thing on Wednesdays now after this vacation. I don't know. <laughs> But that'll be right after this break.、Uh, Brian, do you want to introduce the song and tell us what it is and what's going on? 
I absolutely do. So uh, we're going to Birmingham, Alabama for this one and a uh, the 13th and newest album in a 20-plus year run of Terry Ohms. This is a brand new album called Rock Songs, and that's exactly what it is. It's a very rocky rock Excuse me, a very rocky rock song. I don't know if that's a description. Uh, this is the uh, from the album that comes out in June, June thirteenth, I believe. Here's the song "Didn't Think You Had It" by Terry Ohms. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Hey, now that's just, I mean, that is, oh, what is that? This is the Sony Betamax.
console TV, right? No, no, not quite. Betamax is a totally new concept in television entertainment. Back to the future, scrotal recall. The Morning Stream, Monkey Wannabe. Right, we returned. Who was that band again? Uh, from the album uh, Rock Songs, which comes out on June 2nd of this year. That is the song Didn't Think You Had It. Is that right? That's uh, Yeah, Didn't Think You Had It by Terry Ohms. Nice. It's on two different screens, so I've got a four-finger swipe back and forth on oh, the, the touchpad. You're, a, you're like a, you're Tom Cruise in Minority Report today, just flipping right. past stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get Tom Meriden here, speaking of uh, technology like that and more. And uh, he hasn't heard this yet, but here it is. The world of tomorrow will be as cold as sunlight tuned through photochromic windows. I I, I ride it naked. Yeah, he does. It's uh, Tom Merritt, everybody. Uh, joining, <laughs> joining. He just he nods in approval. I wish the chat could have seen that because I didn't put his picture up yet. Uh, Tom Merritt is joining us after uh, what I assume is a very relaxing uh, full-throated vacation. How'd things go? <laughs> it was wow. relaxing. I'm not sure about the second part, <laughs> especially after that intro. No. My goodness. It was an odd, an odd uh, choice of adjectives. Weird, weird <laughs> way of putting it. Uh, but how was it? It seemed like a good time. Yeah. 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 No, it was great. Uh, I, I talked a little about this on uh, good day internet and on cord killers both, but uh, the bandwidth is amazing in Hawaii. Mm, <laughs> like wow. I'm so excited. Oh, wow. Uh, the uh, the telling moment was we were streaming a live concert and at the end of the concert i was like well that wasn't bad it only even like stuttered a couple of times and yeah. and, and it wasn't even disruptive uh to it and then i realized i had been streaming through vpn the entire oh, time okay. over hotel wi-fi <laughs> wow <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I mean, look, when in Hawaii, do as the Hawaiians do and have confusing internet, but a good, but, but good bandwidth. All right. Yeah. That's, that's no, what it I was good. Say. It was great. Uh, th- there was nothing confusing uh, about it. It, it. I was the one who was like, wait, I left my VPN on for, for the streaming, yeah. which, which is good. You should. You should do that. VPN. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely should. Um, well, we last Wednesday, we kind of forgot that you were going out of town. And so we even tried to call you and I went. Oh yeah, right. He's he's in Hawaii, and then I resented you all. I week was asleep. For, yeah. <laughs> then there was resentment about you having a nice, relaxing sure. time. It's six a.m. in Hawaii right now. Oh my gosh, are you jet lagged from the uh, from the experience? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, I was a little bit on Sunday, but uh, I've definitely uh, recovered since then. Oh, that makes me happy. Well, uh, that means See, you probably now you. I made you mad. I made you happy. It's yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah, life. we're back to normal now. So. Uh, did you how 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 deep have you had to get back into tech news since you've been home? I assume there's stuff. Oh, percolating. I've done two episodes of Daily Tech News Show and uh, started a Mastodon account for DTNS. So yeah, I'm 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 totally back at the side. Wow, look at that! All right, well, what's going on today? What are we having? Uh, we have this open letter. Have you seen this uh, from something called the Future of Life Institute, uh, asking for a six month moratorium, six month pause uh, on developing any kind of more powerful AI. Uh, this is something I think is getting misinterpreted in the headlines. I'm, I didn't realize this until I started digging into it. So it's, it's certainly understandable. They're not calling for a pause on development of current AI. They're not causing, they're not asking for you to shut down chat GPT for six months or stop improving GPT four. Uh, what they're saying is, look, these things are getting so good and they're going to have so many implications that we don't understand. Let's pause any development of the next versions for six months 
and figure out what the guardrails should be. Uh, should there be any kind of voluntary standards? Should there be ethics boards? Should there be government regulation? Uh, they're not prescribing anything in particular. They they throw out some ideas uh, as examples, but the, it's it's folks who are concerned that the players, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, OpenAI, uh, are getting a little caught up in the rat race uh, and. We don't understand this technology well enough to know what its implications are, and maybe we should we should take a step back and and do something to prevent ourselves from from uh, from doing something crazy. Yeah, so I agree with this. Um, I didn't. It's so weird because it's it is easy to get caught up in the uh, the hype and the anti hype of it, right? Like the yeah yeah, it's gonna this is amazing, but also it's gonna destroy us, or you know, and there's these extreme reactions to it. Um, I've tried to stay, you know, as open-minded as, as I can about most of it, but it does feel a little bit like, did you see what Midjourney did today? And then a day later, yeah, but chat GPT four just, uh, you know, ruined the Turing test forever or whatever, whatever the advancement is every day. It feels like there's something every day that's yeah. saying, well, uh, now that's a thing it can do. And, and, and you're just waiting for the next one to drop. I think it might be good for us to have a moment <laughs> to just yeah. think about implications. And it sounds like that's obviously what this is. Yeah. So. My, my first reaction when I saw this was, I, I don't really think that's going to work. Nobody's going to stop working on their stuff for six months. Uh, and honestly, what we've got now isn't that dangerous. Yeah. It's surprising. Like you say, and it's always something you're like, Ooh, it does that. It does this. That's interesting. Uh, once I read it closer, I'm like, Oh, they're saying, hold off on GPT-5. And, and and if this helps you wrap your head around it, Sam Altman, uh, the 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 you know CEO of, of OpenAI, one of the co-founders of OpenAI, told the Wall Street Journal this morning, like, we haven't started working on GPT-5 yet. He's like, they're kind of preaching to the choir with this. So there is an aspect of a little bit of a, an emotional war going on to this. Uh, the signatories do not include anyone from OpenAI. Uh, Facebook's head of AI has said, I don't agree with the premise of this. Uh, so I I don't know if this was the best way to go about what I think is a reasonable thing to do, mm. which is to just kind of throw this out there in the face of the people that need to hear it most. Although maybe that's what you have to do if those people wouldn't come around behind the scenes uh, to sign something like this. Uh, you may have to go put it out in, in public, but... A lot of attention is being paid to the fourth name. Was it fourth name? Maybe it's the third name. Let me let me just uh, take a look. No, it's the third name. Third name. Uh, the third name on the list of signatories is Elon Musk. Mm. Uh, and Elon Musk helped found. He was he was one of like seven people who founded OpenAI. So when you see people talking about oh, the company Elon Musk founded. He helped. Uh, he wasn't necessarily the most active in the founding of OpenAI, but he was there at the beginning. He left in 2018. Uh, they said publicly because of a conflict of interest. He was going to be developing AI for Tesla uh, and didn't think it was reasonable for him to be advising OpenAI uh, right. while uh, while competing with them. Right. Uh, that seemed reasonable and probably is partly true. It has also been reported by Semaphore uh, that Musk tried to take over OpenAI and the other co-founders were like, not so much. We we, we don't want you running the show. And that's why he left. Yeah. Uh, either way, he's been on a campaign for the past several months uh, slagging OpenAI in public. 
So there's a little bit of that behind this letter, too. Uh, again, not that I disagree with any of the principles of the letter, but there's a lot of lot of we're on this side, they're on that side. Like there's a there's a spat going on in the AI community about this. What's interesting is this reminds me for me, it's interesting. I don't know if anyone else finds it interesting, but there's a parallel to 90s gaming. Hear me out on this one. Mm, so mm-hmm. in the 90s we started to crescendo into the possibility of much more realistic. I mean, by today's standards, not even close, but then things like Mortal Kombat and, Mm -hmm. and other games that portrayed violent acts and, and whatnot, we're looking very, Oh, very photorealistic. Suddenly there's blood in this game. This isn't just, you know, my Atari 2600 anymore. And the industry was faced with a real question of, do we, this is happening so fast. Again, there's a parallel there. This is happening so fast. Do we want governments to regulate us or should we really make an effort to, to regulate ourselves? And that's what they did. They, and they ended up, they still got scrutinized. They still had hearings. They still, all those things still happen, but they implemented a rating system that still stands today. And the ESRB is a thing and it held and it stuck and it works. And it was a way for them to, uh, not have, just governments pop in and say, well, here's how we're going to do it. Cause that can get so messy and so complicated. This feels a little bit like maybe, maybe they could do that. Yeah. You know, get out I, ahead of it and control that so that the ethical problems and issues or potentials be the smartest about them, be the most ready for them, be the one, be the body that governs itself so that you're not being told by a thousand governments how they want you to do it. I would be more confident in that, uh, and I'm not saying that won't happen. Uh, I would be more confident in that if this was members of OpenAI, Google, Facebook, DeepMind, Google's DeepMind, et cetera, yeah. Uh, yeah. rather than all the people who aren't in those companies. Yeah. Uh, there's, to, to, to that point, there are a few engineers from Google and Meta who have signed this. Uh, so it's not entirely bereft of that, but you, you're not getting the leaders. You're not getting the uh, the folks who are who are in charge of the other side. And again, like I said, maybe maybe you need this outside pressure to bring them to the table to create their version of the ESRB for AI. But I do think it's important to raise this issue because we don't know what these things are good for and right. what their implications are. Uh, and, and we're very familiar with how that works out when you just unleash it on the public mm-hmm. uh, regarding social networks. Sure. Uh, this is so, so the idea of like, Hey, uh, this is, this is pretty disruptive as it is. Maybe before we make it better, we figure out uh, a, a way to put some guardrails up. Uh, I think is a good conversation to have. Uh, mm-hmm. We are far from a solution for that. But putting some pressure on the big companies to come to the table before there is actual harm done, uh, I, I think is a, is a wise idea. It's just hard to do during a time that you that this feels like one of those tech gold rushes. Yeah, it has every right? every aspect of it, right? So yeah. As, as soon as you started to see Google, Microsoft, and OpenAI uh, having uh, competing announcements, you yeah. know, like, we're announcing Thursday. Well, we're announcing Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, it, it does start to raise an eyebrow of like, oh, hold on, y'all. You're getting a little overexcited about this. Yeah. So anyway, it will it will be fun to continue to follow. And the best place to follow it, in my opinion, is the Daily Tech News Show. I'm on there today with guest Will Smith, not the actor. What? Uh, not the slapped. catcher for the Dodgers. No, neither of those two. Nobody slapped Chris Rock the, in this party. In my opinion, no disrespect to the others, 
my favorite Will Smith. I know he's my favorite Will Smith as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, I love being on with him. So that's happening today. And uh, that's always exciting. Tom, anything else going on since you've been home that you want to mention? Yes, yes. So uh, the the prophesied return of Top 5 has occurred. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, I know some of you have. Thank you for, for your feedback on it. Uh, CNET's Top 5 became Revision 3's Top 5, became Tech Republic's Top 5, and now it's just Tom's Top 5. You, oh. can, uh, you can find my latest effort at Top 5's at youtube.com slash daily tech news show. It's part of the DTNS effort. Uh, the first one, uh, <laughs> topically enough, is five things to know about Chat GPT. Oh, look at that! You didn't have to wrestle the rights away from any like IP uh, holding <laughs> entity, right? No, no, I was not the first person to ever do a top five, uh, which is why those were always called CNET top five, Tech mm. Republic top five. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I believe I am safe to call something Tom's top five since I am Tom. Yeah, that's right. Uh, even that talking cat. I have can. my birth certificate. Oh, oh, well then it's all done then. It's Ooh. all settled. Uh, well, anyway, I'm looking forward to being on later today and I love top five. So I'm very happy to, to hear it, that it's back. Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter and probably some Mastodon thing. Probably Ace Detect yeah. over there too. Uh, I don't know. I'm Ace Detect on Mastodon and uh, DTNS show. Brand new Mastodon account for, for Daily Tech News Show. If you're a Mastodoner, go check it out. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. at mstdn.social. It is Tom Merritt, everybody. Have a good one and we'll see you later today. Bye. 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 Oh, man. Discussion of AI. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's going to be a thing for quite a while. Yep. It's a thing that's here. Uh, Brian, it's here. Okay. Yes. I'm going to yes. get Nicole in. Yeah. She's offline. Randy's at the vet. So we don't have him today. This is like old school recommendals. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. Remember when we had that box of uh, trope cards or it was like, Find a movie that has these two things in it, and oh. you and Nicole would have to find, like, basically recommend movies that had. I completely forgot we did that. Ooh, wait, we have time yeah. for a quick baby break. This is perfect. Yay, baby break. Come here, girly. Breaking look, baby. Look at this oh, little. Look at Phoebe. She looks like one of those little kids you'd find, uh, or one of the things you'd unlock in Breath of the Wild. You'd like put I was going to say, yeah, uh, she's like a little peapod. You like a little she's peapod? Like, uh, Hi. Yeah. She likes my beard. You want to you pull it? Go ahead, yank it. Give it a hard one. She's so chill. Yeah, she's more right. chill than Van. You're gonna chill your she's brother like, out. She's like one of the uh, the tree people. Like one <laughs> she of the, is one like the, the tree people. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna make her like an Ewok this year or something? I was thinking making her into like a fart. Have you seen that? Where they no. Okay, I want anyone to tell me if they're shocked that my daughter would like to turn her daughter into a fart for Halloween. Is anyone shocked? <laughs> not, not even by this. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've done my work. Here is done. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Are you gonna be here for a bit? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll come up and see cool. you guys. Is yeah, Van she, here too? Gotta, okay. She's got to get back really quickly to uh, back to the tree to help make cookies with the other two <laughs> boy elves. That's right. She looks like a total elf. Oh, today. All right. Uh, well, Nicole's not answering, but I don't know what that means. Let's oh, no. see. Oh, no. We'll ring her again. Okay. If not, we'll just we'll two-man it, you know? Yeah, yeah. We both have them. It's not like we didn't bring them. Yeah, yeah. We even have one for Randy. I don't know. Did, did Was he expecting us to recommend his recommendal? I don't said, think so, but I... I don't think so either. Maybe? No, because we yeah, couldn't you know really speak to it, right? We don't know what's in there. Exactly. You know what I can speak to, which is not my recommendal, because... We don't know where you're going to be able to watch it starting Friday, but uh, 
just about finished with all five seasons of Luther, which uh, man, that show is fantastic. And you're and you're you're doing. Let's see. So there's the original uh, UK run, and then there was something else, and then there's this movie, right? Or was there? Or am I thinking there's nothing in the middle there? I thought there I don't was think another. There's anything in the middle? I only know about the five seasons and then the movie. Okay. And the, the seasons are like you know, one season is two episodes long, another season is four episodes long, and and. Uh, my God, it was so, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Idris Elba. Yeah, he's great. Doesn't it make, make you him, think he could be Bond? James Bond. Yeah, he do it. Be, he'd be a great Bond. All these rumors and stuff, just forget about all the arguments. Just make it happen. Yeah. He's already said he's not in the running, but I don't yeah, care. We yeah. can change it. We can turn it. Yeah, he, he's exactly. great. Yeah. Now, the, uh, I just like I just like the fact that that you know he runs around all the time with his hands in his pockets and I know you kind of get an explanation for that in the first episode where he's like yeah if you keep your hands in the pockets you don't touch the evidence you don't accidentally screw up a crime scene but there are so many times that he's like you know chasing somebody down the stairs chasing a, a suspected serial killer down the stairs and he's got his hands in his pocket he's just <laughs> I don't know if that's I feel like that's a uh, a uh, Idris Elba thing or a character thing, but it's great. I love it. Well, I'm glad you liked that. I loved it too. And also I saw him in that beast thing the, where he fights a tiger oh, in Africa. Yeah. That was yeah. really good. I will say. Just last year, right? The movie yeah, came out last year? Just barely year? Yeah. last year. But I'll say, uh, the one thing I'll say about it that really, I don't know, it kind of shocked me was how um, how good the CG is because I just assumed it wasn't CG that's how good it was. Like the the, yeah. the cat tech is on freaking a new level. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, and that movie's not like you know mind blowing story wise. It's it's fine for what it is. It's mostly just a, a action adventure thriller thing. But these cats, these 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 lions, are the most realistic looking artificial lions I've ever seen. Blew my mind. Cool. Yeah, wow. that's good. Very it's not cool. the thing is I wouldn't. It's not like recommendal material because. Otherwise, it's very formulaic. Oh, we got stuck in Africa. There's a wild cat who wants to eat all the people. We're trapped, We're trapped in the car. And, yep. Yeah. His kids are in danger. Now he must act, you know, whatever. That's good, though. Charlto yeah. Copley or whatever his name is in, is in that. Charlto, yeah. Charlto Copley or Copley, yeah. He's cool. very good. Uh, so I'd re- I guess this is a recommendation. All right. Well, uh, no Nicole today, it looks like. she's okay. uh, Something must have come up. We're going to play this here. Uh, well, what do you recommend? We're going to do our recommendals all by our lonesome here. And uh, we're going to start with Brian. Brian, you got a clip here? You want to introduce it? This is a new show that's on a new streaming service, different from the streaming service that the show was originally on. But the show has a new name and a new direction, and I love it. All right. And uh, that's that's the setup. Here we go. You don't mind me asking, how is this working out for you? You miss being a cop? I do standard PI stuff. Sneak and peek. Missing errors. Whatever you could find out about my family. Surveillance. Consulting. Take this. I'm paying you to conduct an investigation. Just to be clear, I don't work for you. Understood. Is that all you did? Switch to another search engine? Yeah, it's called Google. I have no choice but to declare a mistrial. Rogers hired a hitman, shot me twice, and left me for dead. What I really want is to personally hunt him down and end him. I am so sorry. I just wonder what went wrong for Rogers to get off. It's not over yet. 
We have to nail this guy, Harry. Yeah, we do. But we do it my way this time. Your way. Courts, due process. Justice system. Your way didn't work. No, it didn't. Okay, your way. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that is, uh, you should recognize the voice of uh, Titus Welver as a character that he just has completely become for me, uh, Harry Bosch, mm. Her- Hieronymus uh, Bosch, uh, short uh, Harry Bosch. And um, if you watch the Bosch series on Amazon Prime, which follows the, the book series, um, Black Rain or something like that, I think was the first one. And it's, uh, you know, that Harry Bosch is an LAPD cop who uh, who is very straight-laced by the book does things by the rules uh and and you know and and goes against any dirty cops and bad cops and stuff like that in bosch legacy he's left the lapd and he's now a private uh private uh, detective and he's given up on those rules because they they let too many good guys or they they kept let too many bad guys out and kept too many good guys uh, in or got them killed. Mm. So now he's basically saying, "Hey, look, uh, that way didn't work. Now we're doing things my way." And this show focuses on three characters from Bosch very specifically. Uh, Bosch, obviously, his daughter Maddie, who is now a cop and is and now is like facing not just the challenges of being a a young female rookie in the LAPD, but also the challenges of having the last name Bosch and both having that legacy to live up to, but also that, you know, Bosch pissed off a lot of people in the LAPD and she's kind of got to kind of survive that. Mm. And then also Mimi Rogers character Chandler, the uh, uh, honey, honey Chandler, the uh, attorney that when she was first introduced, she was just going to be this little, one one two episode character that was going to go after Bosch, she's become a great ally to him over all the seasons of the original Bosch mm-hmm. Bosch TV show, and at the end of that run, she gets shot at by a hitman or tried to uh, tried to be killed by a hitman, and this season kind of deals with her the repercussions of her always having to look out look behind her shoulder and and have all this stuff that uh, could potentially. Uh, come together. So it's focusing on these three characters who have really like changed their whole trajectory since the Bosch TV show, which, which is what makes this so great. You know, straight laced Bosch now kind of off the rails. Maddie, who is the daughter who's working for Chandler, now a straight laced cop. And then you've got Chandler, who Honey Chandler, who's who's uh, got her own her own mission, her own trajectory. Mm. Uh, it's got a really good. Uh, store like a, a good overarching story with uh, William Devane, who's awesome. Oh my gosh, William! Uh, De- oh, I saw him in the trailer. Yeah, I, I was sh- yes. a little shocked. I'm like, oh my gosh, William yeah. Devane still lives, <laughs> still lives, and still sounds the same. That yeah. guy's got such a great voice. Yeah, he's great. Uh, you've got uh, uh, this this new guy they introduced named Mo, who's kind of the uh, Bosch's tech expert, who explains what Google is to Bosch, which is great. Uh, it's a really, really good show, and it's on Freebie, Amazon Freebie. Excuse me. God, it's so dry here. Uh, Isn't it weird though that you that so you mentioned Freebie? Uh, yeah. Amazon, uh, formerly IMDb TV, but still an Amazon joint. Yeah. They 
moved it from Prime as one of their prestige shows on Prime right. to Freevee to obviously get people going to use Freevee, but um, they bug you to have commercials and stuff. Like it would have been only a little bit. Yeah. They're you know they're you only get one or maybe two or three commercial breaks per episode, and they're they're much shorter than the like barrage of eight commercials you get on things like uh, 2B. I don't I don't know how it works with you uh, with the Brave browser, right? That cuts out all. Yeah, the Brave browser or actually any browser that, that you're running a ad blocker in just yeah. works on on uh, 2B. Just doesn't give you commercials at all. So I wonder what how that works for Freebie as well. But uh, I think that one still forces them through, but maybe there's a different okay. tech involved. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's still... Uh, even with the commercials, still totally non-obtrusive, absolutely worth watching. And and I think it might be the third show I've recommended from Freebie. So, you know, watch Bosch Legacy. Absolutely watch the uh, the Dillahunt uh, uh, gets oh, right. out of prison because of COVID thing. That comedy is hilarious. And it's one season. It wraps itself up beautifully. Uh, it's that's so good. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm um, trying to remember if there was a third freebie thing that I've recommended recently. Um, you did. I remember the Dylan Hunt thing, but I can't remember if there's anything else. But you know, yeah. I think it's good that they're filling that thing out. It's kind of like their way of competing with Paramount and Peacock, where they have limited ads, and you know, sure. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Nicole joining us late. Hey. Late, Nicole. Hi, hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, fine. Usually yeah. if I miss the call, I can actually just join you. Yeah. But yeah. for whatever for whatever reason, it didn't Discord oh. didn't let me do that. Oh weird. So I'm like, could you call me again? Uh, no worries. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, Nicole's here, and I'm like, all right, we're adding her. We're putting her in. No worries. Uh, Sprung. <laughs> Sprung is that other show uh from Freebie that has Dillahunt and uh uh what's her face from Goonies? Uh Plumpton, Plumpton, Martha, Martha, oh, Martha Plumpton, yes. also Martha from, from uh, Raising Hope. Raising yeah. Hope, yeah. Same, same yeah. creator. I, I don't know why I haven't watched that yet. I need to watch that. That, that is such a great show. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite recommendals from last year, and uh, yeah, Greg Garcia. So those two things: Bosch Legacy, Sprung. Make it'll make Freebie worth it. Go Freebie check probably. out Freebie, everyone. Go check it's out Freebie. Amazon's dumb name for a new thing. All right. Uh, Nicole, let's go. Let's go straight to Nicole here. We got a we got a clip for Nicole, and uh, I uh, any setup here before I hit play. Um, it was my COVID show, so there's three <laughs> seasons. <laughs> They're about an hour long, so um, I'm I'm currently on the third season. The first two two seasons are pretty great. Okay, here, but, it is. Uh, here yeah. I'll, I'll play it's it. We'll good. see. We'll see like what it. we got. Like a lot. All right. Who is that? Kirsty. Come back, Kip. This can't be real. <laughs> you a ghost? Got a question for you. Why'd you kill me? What did I do to you? Nothing. You strangled me. No, no. You drowned me. In the light. No, 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 I didn't. But you must know that. So they're Australian, right? Yes. Okay. They're Australian. <laughs> what? What is the? Uh, what is this? Because it looked interesting. Uh, so this is on Netflix, and the reason why it didn't come up in my recommendations, like you know how Netflix will like, oh, 
you watch this, you might like this. Mm -hmm. Um, The show came out in 2015 and I had, I guess the last season was 2019. Um, My mom watched it on my account. Oh, So when I went into it, I'm like, I didn't watch this. Why is it saying I watched this? Yeah, that happens to me. So this is a show called Glitch. Not the and, not the movie yeah. with uh, the uh, there's a movie called Glitch. Not that this is a TV right, show. No. Okay, it's a it's a TV drama, and the premise is um, one evening. I think there's six or seven of them. Uh, people crawl out of their graves, and they're not zombies. They're re- they're people, and they have a um, like reverse Alzheimer's, um, and they don't know who they are but they slowly gain their memory. Mm. And uh, it's a tiny town in Australia. And the, the hook of it is they are people from varying times of this town. So the, uh, the main kind of storyline that you'll be drawn into is a woman that she passed away like two years ago and her husband is the uh, cop, mm. like the chief of police or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he recognizes her. She still doesn't know who she is. Um, and so you have all these little storylines, like the the clip you heard was the girl that was murdered. Mm. And it it revolves around her trying to figure out what happened to her, you know, like who killed her, basically. Right. right. That's interesting. Somebody um, slowly unraveling their the, own murder. That's that's a yeah. Crazy so it's like idea. a little murder mystery, and and so each one of these people that have come back, they can't leave the boundary of the town, or else uh, they turn to dust. And so you have the overarching mystery of how did they come back? Um, what's going on with the town boundary? So there's all these questions. It's very lost-ish kind mm. of. Um. And uh, yeah, I'm on the third season. Two more people have come back um, and you're still trying to figure out like how they're coming back. And yeah, it's and good. It, I like it, it. Has somebody had to be the sucker who did step off the boundary of the town and then came turned to dust and then the rest of them went, yeah. oh shit, we better not do that. Is that how that went? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like on the first episode, um, the poor guy who only spoke Italian, <laughs> he goes across the boundary and... Oh. Us. Well, but if, we, if, if you're like, going to lose somebody about translation, sure. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want to lose somebody, lose the guy who knows Italian. That's, that's, a, that's acceptable yeah. loss. That's fine. Uh, this sounds really interesting. And I, is it still in production? Like, is there a season four coming no, or okay. it's done? It's, it's completely done. And you can kind of feel it in season three that they had the first two seasons really, really good. Season three, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in it. Um, like the two new dead people that have come back, not really that interested in them, but uh, they they do wrap the story up in this final season. Okay. Well, you say Lost-like, oh. and I think you, both Brian and I, being Lost fans, this sounds like a show I would watch, and I bet you'd watch this, Brian. Sounds good, right? 2015. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Brian's 2015. muted. You're muted, 2016 right? and then 2019, I think, were the times. <laughs> just, just realized I muted. Yeah, I, I, no <laughs> I blow my nose, so I muted. No worries. <laughs> yeah, at all. totally. Like you say, lost. My ears prick up. Yep. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the only thing that is a little hard to not think about is this all takes place in Australia. They're outside a lot. 
And all I'm thinking is where are the crazy animals and bugs? Mm. That's, that's all you see in videos now, like giant spiders. Deadly. Yeah, right. It's Australia. Yeah. Everything outside is going to kill you. You forget, you forget, like probably Sydney and, you know, parts of Australia are just like any other big city where yeah. nature They're has, not in a big city. They're in a. They're outside. See, this is what like, I think about every, almost everything that's ever filmed in, um, uh, Atlanta, because so much stuff is like the Avengers movies. A lot of the MCU is filmed yeah, there. Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see that, I go, "You're not looking sweaty enough. None of you look like you, you're covered in freaking bugs, like I would be if I was down there. Like it's just yeah. not realistic. It drives me yeah. crazy." But anyway, this sounds yeah. great. Glitch, Glitch. It's called. Yeah. Three seasons, all <laughs> available. I think the name is a little unfortunate because when you, when you say glitch, I think computers and there's there's movies out there that kind of deal with that but yeah it's a glitch in the universe that these people have come back from the dead and the ramifications for that and the stories around each one of the characters i liked it even that year same year 2015 this the year the show was being made uh, there was a movie called glitch (laughs) right Uh, really yeah and there was one in 88 there's just too many too many movies with the name glitch and i think that's a weird name for a tv show that doesn't sound at all like what you described like what you described doesn't needs a different name somehow i agree i I don't know what but anyway uh all right nicely done here's mine it is uh comes to you in the form of a a documentary series about a thing that i find endlessly uh fascinating uh and i'll play it and then i'll talk about it It's hard for outsiders to understand the isolated life of members of the Branch Davidian cult. The cult's compound is located on 77 acres east of Waco, Texas. Its leader, David Kirish, claims he is Christ. He was a scum as a human being. He was a con man. He had complete control over the members inside. All right. This is called Waco American Apocalypse. And it's got a ridiculously over-the-top name for what is mostly a pretty good documentary. So the series is, is uh, uh, the thing that is notable about it, I think, is it is not the first to try to document what happened in Waco, Texas, back in the early 90s and that entire event. Uh, there's also a, a dramatic television show with Taylor Kitsch playing David Koresh that is very good, highly recommend it. Um, right. And they're doing a sequel series that's about a the aftermath of it for one of the police guys played by... Um, Oh, my brain. Can't think of his name all of a sudden. We all love him. He's in everything. We love him, and I can't think of his name. Anyway. Giancarlo Esposito. That's Well, we like him, but ain't that ain't him. I can't think of his name. <laughs> he was in the fish, uh, the sound of water, or whatever the hell that was, where the fish, la- fish, fish did, it with, uh, did it with the lady. What's his name? Uh, yeah. He played the bad guy in that. Oh, what is wrong with me? Cannot think oh, of it. Oh yes, I know who you're talking about. You guys know uh, who I mean. He's in everything. Yes. He he was in the. I gotta look it up. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah, Zod. Come on, Zod. Oh my lord, I can't believe I didn't think of Zod. Anyway, uh, he's he was that's in the a TV. Thing. Yeah, that's a very different thing. But he was in that Waco show, and he's very very good in it. Um, and a few other people that people would recognize. Anyway. The point is, uh, this documentary, what, how it differentiates itself is it has a bunch of interviews and footage that have never been seen. And it isn't like one of those things where they tease you with, with unseen footage and then it's like oh, two, yeah, two sure. seconds or something. It's not like that. It's like a really a legitimately a lot of stuff no one's heard or seen, phone calls to and from 
the compound during the siege. Um, very specific details uh, regarding why the tank went in there and ran over their cars for no reason. Um, it, this thing is an equal opportunity offender in that it is really hardcore on the facts against the Branch Davidian, specifically David Koresh and his bullshit, but also really, really bad actors on the side of the government uh, making rash decisions and calls they shouldn't have made when they made them. So they're not holding back on any of it. This doesn't have an agenda. It's really just like a, here's the phone call that no one's heard before. And you hear this phone call, go, oh my freaking gosh. And there's one lady who they interview who got out. And there's a whole story of why she got out uh, before the place burned. She's still totally in on it. She thinks David really? Koresh was the, oh the greatest God. martyr of all time. 100% oh. behind it all, loves it. Never, never questioned any of it to this day. Doesn't like completely effed. Um, and there's there's a there's a lot of stuff like that I didn't expect. There was one there's an interview with a girl who would have been like nine or ten when she was released. Uh, she was one of the only kids that wasn't killed uh, in the fire, and she got out early because they they were in the process of getting some hostages out. And she's now forties, I guess she would be yeah. early forties. Wow. It happened it happened yeah. thirty years ago, ninety three. Yeah, I don't Jeez, like to say that, that. ninety three. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, but it was, was really was something. Two whole Woodstocks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there'll be a third before you know it. Anyway, it's uh, it's very good, and don't let the name freak you out as t- in terms of it being too over the top. It, it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if that event holds any fascination for you, either if you're a true crime buff or you just think the Waco thing is is interesting, you're going to get a lot of stuff here that you didn't know before. So, um, I recommend it. Um, if, uh, and where did I, oh, it's on Netflix is where I was going to say it was, and, uh, mm-hmm. is currently available there as a Netflix original documentary. All right. There you cool. go. That's it. I got a Randy Fob, but we ain't playing it cause he's not here. He'll do it next week. Yeah. And, uh, we'll get to that eventually. Nicole, you got anything cool going on? You want to promote on the show? Anything fun? Um, I'm back to work finally. Gosh, Woo-hoo! I can't believe it. Um, and I'm, uh, working on, my 3d printers and lasering so nice. uh, mark and i have just been working at, at the, Still teaching, the guild yeah teaching the kids how to use the 3d printing and all no that. i oh. want to i'm trying to get back to that so yeah. okay. that's that's where my goal is to get back to teaching kids again that'd so, be awesome yeah. Call, yeah. what'd they call you mrs bag what'd they call they you? called me miss nicole oh that's cute yeah <laughs> i like nicole. that miss nicole <laughs> Oh, you made me want to teach. (laughs) It's too bad teachers make so little money. Anyway, uh, there you have it. It's uh, Nicole Spagnolo. Follow her wherever you find Nicole Spag. Uh, Say hi to Mark and the kids, and we'll see you soon. I will. Bye now. See you, Nicole. All right. Brian, we successfully did a recommendals. It went well. I know we did it. Successfully did a show from from with a remote from Vegas with pen and scan. Pan and scan camera. App. Yeah, and no glitches or hangups on ISP or anything. Did you yeah. end up using 5G or what'd you do? The Plaza. No, it's just the Plaza's Wi-Fi. I'm shocked by this. Yeah, no, it's it's been solid. It's been really, really good. So uh, take note, KT Data and uh, Monkey, you know, who is it? Monkey Bananas? Monkey Bananas. No, no. He's helping who you. Does the, yeah, he does the streaming, right? The live stream. Yes, because yeah. he's got the server. Yeah. yeah, so take note, guys. You'll you'll have some good Wi-Fi for uh, for streaming. Yeah, uh, I'm really impressed. I've been co- yeah. f- kind of virtually crossing my fingers this entire show today because I was worried about it. Yeah, no, but it's been great. You're doing good. 
Uh, all right, quick couple things. Email from David who wrote in. He is uh, Santa Santiagool when he's in the tadpool. Okay. Good morning to the two dudes that make my morning commute bearable. Oh, man. Aww. It's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope today's was bearable. Anyway, I came across this theory about the song Africa by Toto. The singer is in Africa because he is hoping yeah. to find some long forgotten words or ancient melodies. Why, uh, so why does he? Or, so why is he hunting up ancient folklore? He is seeking to quote cure what's deep inside slash frightened of this thing that I have become unquote. Obviously, the singer is a werewolf. Thanks for all uh, keeping me sane, David. Oh, wow, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Okay, yeah. Oh shit! That's why he gets the geography totally wrong about Mount Kilimanjaro rising above the Serengeti. <laughs> Right. You're absolutely yeah. right. All right. We got to the bottom of it. Thank you, David, uh, for that. If you'd like to send your own emails in, uh, themorningstream at gmail.com is where you do it. And you can also text us at 801-471-0462. A reminder that today is uh, full of other content, including my uh, appearance on Daily Tech News Show today at 2 p.m. And at 3.30 p.m., me and Brian Dunaway tackle Moon Patrol on Play Retro. That'll be tonight at 3.30 Mountain Time. So check it out. Collecting um, them rocks and jumping over craters. Do you have? Yeah, remember? Oh, it's so good. Do you have anything going yeah. on or being released while you're out there that uh, we should mention here? No, no. no. Just, As a matter of fact, I've already, I've already even prepped people that there won't be a Coverville tomorrow. But we'll talk about that when I'm back in Denver for the show tomorrow morning. Oh, that's right. Brian will be here tomorrow on his normal microphone, everybody. So look forward to that. Microphone, normal, normal, non-pan and scan camera. I'm gonna miss that part because this is just too weird. Ooh, like you can see. I slept right there. What? Yeah, my bad. Oh, man. Turn it on tonight and just live stream the whole event. Or maybe not. Don't do that. I wanna, I'm going to go back to sleep because I don't know <laughs> when we're uh, meeting at Zula for, uh, for lunch. But the place we were planning on going is closed. So oh, shit. I'm going to have to pick something else. Yeah. Are you going to uh, – uh, so wait. You fly out tomorrow or today? Tonight. I fly out tonight, tonight. 7, 7 p.m. Oh, that's so not so bad. I get back at about uh, – 11 o'clock tonight, Denver time. It's not too bad. 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 o'clock. You're just getting started then. You'll be fine. Oh, piece of cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a whole day to explore and have fun in this damn town. That's right. Well, don't touch any guardrails or something. I don't know. Just whatever warning you want. Uh, yeah, don't touch your face. Uh, speaking of which, I got an itch right here. Uh, okay, I'm good now. Uh, that's it for that. What else? Oh, join us on our Patreon, everybody. You're never going to get an ad if you're a patron uh, ever. You'll never get any kind of commercial. Uh, you might get a little promotion here of friends of ours once in a while, but you're never going to get like, you know, ad ads. And how do you do that? You just sign up. Even the lowest level. Buck a month will get you there. Patreon.com slash TMS. You get your own super secret feed that only works for you as long as you're subbed. And it means no ads ever. So check that out and all the other benefits at patreon.com slash TMS for everything else. It's frogpants.com slash TMS. And a little reminder on Friday, it's not a uh, couch party. It will be a uh, play date. And uh, cause it's the end of the month. I don't know what we're playing. Brian and I haven't talked, but we'll come up uh, with something among us. Probably yeah. among us has been a bit, right? Cause we, the last, the last two times, I think we'd just been doing the new Jackbox. So I think it's time for a little bit more among us. All right. Among us. That means you guys get to be in the, the chat room and the, and the voice channel and all that shit. Uh, so be yeah. there for that. And big advanced. Thanks to, uh, Veronica. Nope. Nicole. Nope. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Wicked kitten. Monica. Monica. Yes. <laughs> what is wrong with me? 
you you really you had the opportunity to play that up like you were joking and uh, uh, couldn't do it. You you so easily could have faked us out. Like yeah. No, I'm I'm as dumb as that sounded. Uh, all right, that's it for all of the things we need to talk about here. Don't worry, we'll be back tomorrow with more and Wendy and all that. So be here tomorrow. All right, Brian, let's get out of here. Do you have a song I can play on the way out the door? I do. Uh, Barry, or Barry Ann, as we like to call him, uh, wrote in and said, can you please play a cover of any Billy Joel song, the Songmaster's Choice for Bobby Ann? It is her 29th birthday. I won't say which anniversary of her 29th, (laughs) and she always enjoys hearing your choices. Thank you. Let's Uh, party. Nice. Happy birthday. Yeah, uh, technically it was the 24th, so it was a few days ago, but uh, we weren't doing a show that day or, or whatever the, the reason. But uh, yeah, happy birthday, uh, Bobby Ann. And uh, again, two more people that I can't wait to see uh, in, a, in a month. Yep. So excited. Very excited to see them. Uh, all right, so any Billy Joel cover? Well, how about this one right here? This is a, a favorite of mine. Uh, this is by an artist who went by the name Husalonia. And he released an entire track-by-track cover of Billy Joel's Glass Houses album. And for a while, and I'm probably still up there, I can't remember the link, uh, he let me share it on uh, Coverville.com. So you can download the entire Husalonia album. I think you might be able to find it as Coverville.com slash Husalonia.zip, all lowercase. You oh, might wow. still be able to download it. Uh, How do you spell Husalonia just for, for those that don't H-U-S-S-A-L-O- know? N-I-A. All right, there you go. Dot zip. So try that. I don't know if it still works. I can't even remember if that's the link. But uh, <laughs> yeah. if, if you, after you hear this cover, if you're like, oh, I want to hear the whole thing, then just DM me or, or message me in Discord, and I'll see if I can find the link. But uh, it's great. And he's a great artist, and so this stuff needs to be shared. This is from that album. It is his cover of Don't Ask Me Why by Billy Joel. Here is Husalonia.
must have gone away. Oh, you can kill me in the classic style. Now you parlez-vous français? Don't look, Francis. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. What is high tech rec? Well, it's recreation that is high technology. High tech. You know. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.